0: This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School,
1: this is Dr. Dawn on Careers.
0: Welcome to Dr. Don on Careers on SiriusXM, channel 132. This is your host, Dr. Don Graham, and I lead career coaching for the Executive MBAs at the Wharton School. I'm um, also a licensed psychologist, former corporate recruiter, and author of the book, Switchers, How Smart Professionals Change Careers and See Success. We are excited about bringing you all new content, so mark your calendars for noon, Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, every Thursday, and tune in to channel 132, For the latest career tips job search advice and market updates so for those of you who follow my content or regulars on dr dawn on careers you know that i love working with career switchers and frequently talk about the future of work in fact switchers are the future of work since we'll all need to continuously reinvent ourselves and our skill sets to align with the market as roles industries functions All of that changes at a record pace. And of course, the pandemic has only served to accelerate this shift. Soft skills are no longer optional. And a one-and-done four-year degree will no longer sustain an entire professional career life. So many are putting off in retirement as well. So now that people are working longer, new generations are entering the market, there's a lot of change going on. The other thing is traditional career paths are being replaced by major pivots. There's portfolio careers, side hustles, and many other structures. And according to LinkedIn, the top 10 jobs in 2014 didn't even exist just five years prior. But the good news is that you may be more ready for these shifts than you realize. And this is why I'm so excited to welcome my guest today, Sarah Beth Burke, a creative disruptor who demystifies human experiences, I gotta say that again, a creative disruptor who demystifies human experiences. And we're gonna talk about what that means in just a minute, but first I wanna talk about Sarah Beth's book, which is more than my title, The Power of Hybrid Professionals in a Workplace of Experts and Generalists. And this book empowers workers and companies to see the value of hybrid professionals as a -a one-of-a-kind talent who defy traditional labels. So a TEDx speaker and hybrid professional herself who has had multiple work identities. Sarah Beth also has a PhD from DU, which is my alma mater as well. And we're so excited to have her here on Dr. Dawn on Careers. Welcome, Sarah Beth.
1: Thanks, Dr. Dawn. I'm glad to be here.
0: So I'm so excited about this topic because it is critical to the future of work. And I think this is going to be a freeing for a lot of people who maybe have been struggling to define themselves with all the changes going on in the market. So so maybe we could first kick off with telling us about your own hybrid journey and and how it led to this work.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think this is part of the future of work as people are being career switchers, they're also becoming hybrids and that's really how we're gonna start talking about ourselves as soon as this becomes a more popular term. Um, my personal journey with this work started with a professional identity crisis. So like many people, you know, I had an undergrad degree, I didn't know what to do with it. I ended up going into teaching and art education specifically, and that was a great field for me. It worked on my strengths, which were creativity, but it wasn't entirely fulfilling. I knew there was more I wanted to do and achieve, and I really wanted to have impact. I wanted to change education and change systems. And when people looked at me from the outside, they just saw me as a teacher, as one identity. And I didn't know how to break out of that box. That was the predicament. And what happened was I applied to other roles that were outside of education and then also applied to grad school. And I decided, I think I need more of the credentials. So I worked on my doctorate and I really felt like I was back in a student identity again, and I didn't know who I was. That was the moment where I wondered, how have other people figured out their professional identity? What's wrong with me? Why am I frustrated and lost and confused (laughs) and uncertain of really how to answer that what-do-you-do question? And my research started from there. I interviewed and studied and observed a number of professionals, and it made me realize a few critical things, which was, First of all, people are more than their job titles. Job titles Mm -hmm. are just arbitrary points of meaning. Um, Second of all, people are multiple identities within a job title. They're doing, you know, marketing and sales and coding and design and the list can go on and on. Yes. But you don't know that just looking at someone. And then the last part, and this was the aha was that you can blend and combine or literally integrate multiple identities together in your work and become a whole new type of professional. And I didn't know what to call it at the time, but it's resulted in this notion that it's a hybrid. A hybrid professional is someone that works at the intersections of multiple identities, and that integration is what sets them apart. And yet we didn't know this term was a term we could call ourselves. And you said the word freeing when you introduced me. And I think that's exactly right. It's empowering. It's sort of self-discovery and it's permission to literally be multiple identities. So that's how I got started. And now I'm just building and sharing and growing this concept for more professionals.
0: And I would love for people to, to, whether now as they're listening to this or after the show, do some work on this because I, I I did some work. I did your Venn diagram, which we can talk about in a minute, but um, it was really freeing to see myself in different ways. I, I always teach people, especially switchers, that you should be introducing yourself with your professional value instead mm. of a title because we know titles are limiting titles. Take what you're doing now, but don't really weave in all the experiences you've had before, maybe other volunteer roles or community work you're doing or just, other education, I mean, we're so complex as humans. And I think one of the ways you describe this that makes this very clear, you talk about the three types of professional identities, and maybe you can explain what those are and, um, and that will kind of help put some, some uh, definitions around this.
1: Yeah, I'd be happy to. The notion is that the workforce has been very binary, that we either consider people to be experts or generalists. And so I think there's actually three types of professionals out there in the workforce. The first type is when you have one identity that really defines you. And so that is the expert specialist category. The second, and I call that singularity, that first bucket. The second type of professional identity is multiplicity, people that have multiple identities. Those are the freelancers and job crafters and multi-potentialites and multi-dimensional people. Literally anybody that's multi things. And so we needed a third type in that series, singularity, multiplicity, and the last one is hybridity. So if you have the multiple parts, but they overlap and intersect, and you're actually doing things in those spaces, that's the hybrid identity that's been missing. And it gives you flexibility to be both an expert and a generalist and multiple things, but simultaneously. And it's just literally a radical idea to talk about.
0: And you use a great analogy in your TEDx that has to do with pizza. Any chance I get to talk about pizza, I'm in. But (laughs) (laughs) but can you you share that
1: analogy? Yeah. It's hard for people to wrap their heads around this because I get people that introduce themselves um, with multiple titles and then tell me, well, I'm a hybrid. But the difference is integration. So if you think about a pizza... Our favorite pizzas probably, at least for me, are ones that have a lot of ingredients like, you know, the artichokes and the Parmesan and olives and special onions and maybe dates. And it just goes on and on. They're like these specialty pizzas. Well, I love that pizza because it's all blended together and melted. And you eat a bite and you get five different flavors at once. And that's the same thing as our professional identity. When you're a hybrid, You are the sum of all these different ingredients or identities that are melted together into something entirely new. That's a new type of pizza. So we are new types of professionals. And what do you want to call that special pizza? And that's the same thing for hybrids. You get to invent your hybrid title to introduce yourself for your unique value. And that's where this work really begins. Hey, if you're just
0: tuning in, you're listening to Dr. Dawn on Careers on SiriusXM XM 132. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn Graham. And if you want to stay up to date on the latest career and job search news, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Dawn Graham. And we are so fortunate today to be speaking with Sarah Beth Burke, author of more than my title, The Power of Hybrid Professionals in a Workplace of Experts and Generalists. And we're talking about how you may be able to create a hybrid identity. And and even before we get into that, Sarah, Beth, I want to talk about why that's important because we see this happening actually in in industry. So, you know, Mm -hmm. what used to be finance and technology is now FinTech, you know, a new industry that that didn't exist. And and, and we're seeing this with new job titles that come out. It's not just um, that they want you to be a programmer. They want you to understand the customer experience. And so... So I think that it just makes sense that we as as individuals with years of experience start to view ourselves in that way. But there's also some some benefits. There's some great stats around this as to why, if you hadn't really been thinking in these terms, why you might want to start.
1: Definitely. There was a great research report done by Burning Glass in 2019 all about hybrid jobs and hybrid roles. And what they found is that hybrid work is growing about 20%, um, excuse me, is growing about twice as fast as traditional jobs. And people are being paid about 20 to 40% more than traditional jobs as well. Because when you have this hybrid expertise, where you're bringing multiple identities to the table, you can't be automated, you can't be outsourced, you're doing things that no one else can do. And it's a really unique benefit. And so yeah, it's, can be matching hard skills with soft skills, tech and non-tech, different departments and disciplines. People that work in those spaces that are in between really bring something different and more job descriptions are looking for hybrid workers. I saw a hybrid sales associate role where they knew the front lines and knew the internal side. And that's what companies want now. So this is just growing. So I wanna talk about the title part too, because um, I introduced you a few minutes
0: ago as a creative disruptor who demystifies the human experience. And I, I think use this analogy with pizza too, when you put all these ingredients together, you can come up with a very fun, fun title. And I do think we have the opportunity to create that, that new title, but it's also important that our audience and the market understands that title. So So as creative as we are, we might be shooting ourselves in the foot if we're creating something that is Mm -hmm. not understood. So how can somebody balance that?
1: That is the fun part and hard part about this, right? You don't want to sound too gimmicky or esoteric and, and you want to be relevant and direct, but also stand out. And so there's a finesse. I'd say when I work with people, it's multiple iterations and you're testing and Tweaking until you get the one that really is right. But here's a few examples of um, some hybrid titles. So first of all, I work with people to find their core professional identities. Those are the ones you use daily, they light you up, they bring you the most energy and you are the best at that is what your hybridity is built on. And you only have about two, three, or four at the most of these core identities. You can certainly have more professional identities than that, but I call those your secondary and tertiary. You don't use them as often. So once you know that core bucket, in my um, own personal example, I have four primary identities. It's being an artist, a researcher, a designer, and an educator. And it took me a lot of self-reflection to get really tight that those are the four I need to use in roles. And when I get hired, that's what makes me a hybrid. And from a Venn diagram, where I put those four identities together, I realized in the middle, I am this creative disruptor. That was the key words and themes that were coming up as I dug into who am I really? And other people are doing this too. So a woman named Julia Collins, she calls herself a climatarian, that she made up a whole new word. And that means she's living a plant-based and planet-based lifestyle. So she's combining these two interests and her primary identities are being a biomedical engineer, a technologist, a foodie, and a business leader. That's how rich and interesting hybrid titles can become and truly represents who she is. So you can start to see examples. If you look at LinkedIn headers, people are either merging words together or putting interesting words like chief firestarter or athlete activist together. And that makes them sound unique and also makes you wonder, wow, what does that person do? And then the professional identities kind of define it. And to your point, you explain your professional value as a result of what your identity is. I think that that links up really nicely.
0: Yeah, that's the the key is helping your audience understand how that that relates to them and can, can frankly solve their problems. And I'm glad you brought up that Venn diagram again, um, Sarah, because it's really a simple exercise. And I did it yesterday. I looked at, at my different identities as a you know career coach, a psychologist, and a you know media professional. and you know and, and it's interesting because when I look at all of those, I, I haven't come up with a creative name, but to me, That's, that's less um, of a priority than making sure that I explain to people holistically what makes me unique because there's a lot of fantastic career coaches. There's a lot of fantastic people who do a lot of things, but we often talk on this show about what's your unique selling point or what, what is unique about your approach. And I think often it's our hybridity that Mm -hmm. maybe we don't have that, that creative title, but it is because I bring my psychology to career coaching that allows me to do it in a unique way. And I I, I encourage everybody to think through that for themselves because as the world is getting more competitive, it's, it's You definitely want to be able to solve a, a hiring manager's problems, but they're also going to want to know what, what makes you unique. What extra do you bring to the table that maybe a different candidate doesn't have? And I think the exercise that you have people go through in your book, Sarah Beth, is something that can really help people
1: understand that. Would you agree? Oh, certainly. I think it's a, a big realization that if you just explain yourself as, I do psychology. I do media stuff. I do teaching. I do this. People are like confused by what you do, but it's kind of explaining the relationships and the connections between those identities that help make it explicit. This is what I bring. And my simplest recommendation for people is just to introduce themselves, even with the words, I'm a hybrid professional and I do blank, blank, blank. I work at the intersections of these identities. Just the word hybrid actually has been a great entry point for people to be seen differently. And then they define what they mean by that. So I think there, I've got a whole hybrid identity elevator pitch I coach people on, which has a three-part intro and saying they're a hybrid professional and then explain it it, it is really the basics. Um, So I think you hit the nail on the head that this is just really explaining who you are and why you're different.
0: And so, um, Sarah, Beth, how do how do hiring managers and companies look at this? Because I can definitely see that it might be easier for someone who has their own business or maybe is is um, you know an entrepreneur to to go in this direction. But one of the things I know, having having worked in corporate recruiting, is that. That the hiring processes that we have in place are not set up for switchers. So my mm-hmm. guess is they're not set up for hybrid employees either, even though they may value those skills once they understand them. It's really difficult to to get through an applicant tracking system or you know, these other hiring hurdles when you're, you're um, in essence, different. I mean, what I usually tell people is match first, stand out second, meaning you you need to hit the boxes to get in the door. And then once you're in the door, they want to know how you're different. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. curious how how, you know, all this relates to people who might be looking for a job right now or thinking this might be a good time to switch careers.
1: Yeah, I love the work you're doing because it has so much overlap with what I've been thinking about and researching as well. Um, A lot of people that come to me and resonate with this hybrid idea either have a really erratic, nonlinear background where they've switched a lot of jobs. And they're like, I don't know how to explain myself and I can't get hired. And other people are in organizations with a standard job title, but they feel like nobody sees my value. Nobody understands I'm capable of doing more than this one job I have. How do I express that? So both sides of the coin, the freelancers or individuals and companies feel this pain point I think to your point I definitely give similar guidance where you do need to match on those keywords that a recruiter is looking for to to get through the AI and the resume search but then once you're at the interview stage you have to kind of validate your background and explain what what you bring that's different so I think I I have a couple tactical parts on this that fall into the resume and the interview and even cover letters and introductions etc Um, But the basics are that when you really do the work and, and the question is this, who are you in the intersections of your professional identities? That question is so critical and thought provoking and most people go, wow, I've never thought about that before. And then they look at me with wide eyes and go, I don't even know how to answer that. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the big work because if you go into these intersections and start to combine your identities and say what am I doing? How do I feel? What am I showing up in my work as a, as a, you know, hybrid person? If you can articulate and give evidence and keywords to support that, those words actually link to keywords in job descriptions. So when I found I'm a creative disruptor, I started looking for language like people that challenge the status quo or push the envelope, et cetera. There's synonyms. And then I would highlight that in my resume and use it to quote unquote, be a match. But then when I got to en- interviews, I would explain I have this background that's non-linear where I taught art and then I was an innovator. Oh, but I have my PhD in research. Like, let me explain the connections. And I think knowing my intersections and having done that work to be ready to explain it helped me show up and sound more confident and more secure. And honestly, if I didn't match with that job, if I didn't move forward, it meant that they didn't value my hybridity. It wasn't going to be the right fit anyway. So the jobs I've gotten that have been my best hybrid roles really see that these parts of my Venn diagram are very dynamic and a good fit for them.
0: Yeah, well, well said. Hey, for those of you just joining, we're talking about a great topic today that can really help you if you're a switcher or want to start reinventing yourself for the future of work. While you may identify with your current role or even most recent job title, the truth is we are all so much more than that. And today's guest is Dr. Sarah Beth Burke, author of more than my title, The Power of Hybrid Professionals in a Workplace of Experts and Generalists, is sharing how we can reinvent ourselves today to be more more marketable in the future of work. And I think you brought up a great point, Sarah Beth, around your audience. And, And I think this idea of identity and kind of really being true to who we are, and of course we need to match that to the market needs as well, but But it does come down to the fact that we're going to be more successful and more satisfied in an organization that values all the the things that we bring. So I love that you brought that up. And I know one of the things I always talk about when people are doing their LinkedIn, I always say you can't do a brand Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. And one of the things your method does is help people, and use this word earlier, integrate, because... Mm -hmm a lot of times I'll have job seekers who are looking to go into, you know, two different directions. And so they're like, how do I, how do I appeal to both audiences on LinkedIn? And, you know, my answer is, well, you can't because you'll be diluted to, to one of those audiences at at least. Um, But I want to kind of make a distinction between that and the idea of hybridity because hybridity still probably has a target audience. So you're still talking about one audience, but it is bringing in, this diverse background of multiple experiences and maybe different um, uh, backgrounds that you have and having a through line. And I think that integration Mm -hmm. piece is so critical. So how can people like figure that out? That seems to be the hard part for for a lot of people.
1: I don't know if I have the silver bullet answer for that one. Um, I think I'm still testing my own LinkedIn to see how... I'm being searched for and reached out to. You know, I I think people that have worked with me have been putting hybrid professional in their header because I've learned that the header space of your profile are just search terms in general. Like that's what's making you pop up. And maybe you've heard differently, I'd love to hear that. But um, people that have added hybrid professional in that space are telling me they're getting really positive responses and some of them have been executive assistants or counselors or UX designers. So I'm really just hearing all different sides of different industries, but that might be something to play with and test and see just if that resonates or gets different search results um, on your profile. What do you think, Dr. Don?
0: Well, and I'll tag on to that. I think you're absolutely right. And I think that we are not going to be able to throw up our LinkedIn profile or things on our social media and just kind of walk away and (laughs) think they'll sustain because they're not going to, we've seen how fast the market is changing. And that acceleration is probably not going to slow down anytime soon. So, so my advice is to do exactly what you said, Sarah, Beth, but always be, be tapping into the market, tapping into your customers, tapping into the core problems, that need to be solved, because chances are if your profile on LinkedIn is still targeted towards an audience or a solution that was very much in need six months ago, then you probably need to go on there and update it because so much has changed in the last six months that just a few tweaks and re- reinventing um, yourself in a few small ways can really make you appeal to a new audience. So I love I love that we were talking about this because I think a lot of people can benefit from doing that. And Sarah, Beth, this time has gone so fast and I'm, I could talk to you about this topic for, for days, but I want to make sure people know that they can learn more in your book, more than my title, and know where to get that and, of course, know where to follow you and, and reach you if they would like more information on this topic
1: yeah i'm pretty easy to find more than my title.com is where all my resources i have some great downloadable pdfs and um a workbook and a book because the book itself really talks about who hybrids are and what um it looks like to become one and then what the future of work is doing in regarding hybrids but people ask me how do i put this into practice so there's a workbook too that's separate with all these action steps and all my social is more than my title as well so i look forward to helping people figure out their hybrid identity.
0: Fantastic. Thank you mu- so much, Sarah, Beth. this is a topic that I think is going to be freeing for a lot of people. And um, if you're kind of thinking about it, I encourage you to go and get that book. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Dr. Dawn on Careers on Sirius XM channel 132. We have to take a quick break, but we will be right back